Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 506 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we'll be finding out about a brand new TV show where they'll be helping people who've got skin complaints. We'll be chatting with Lost Dog about Juliet and Romeo, which comes to Brum very soon. We'll take a listen to a single released to coincide with International Women's Day this Friday. We'll hear from the singing dentist... And we'll also be having a chat with Binky and bringing you some of her music. Meanwhile, a little while ago, I went along to meet the cast of Avenue Q. It includes somebody who's been on the podcast before, Cecily Redmond. Uh, She is part of this fantastic tour, which is heading to the ground very soon. From the 11th through to the 15th of June, Avenue Q takes up residence at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. There's quite a gang of performers who are going to be down there, uh, including, oh, we have Kate Monster, uh, Princeton, uh, the Bad Idea Bears, and their friends who are with us. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Right, now, now, can I start this end, please? I don't want any bad ideas just yet. Of course. Okay. So, Kate Monster is here with Cecily Redwin. Hello. Hello. How are you oh, doing? Is this me or Kate or who and I, what? I, the thing is, it must be awfully confusing having two personalities on stage at it's the same time. Confusing. It's very confusing, but eventually you just kind of get used to it. But it's when you've got two characters at the same time who are having a conversation with themselves. It, it, yeah, it's a whole thing. And this is part of the excitement of having you cute, because you've got great songs, great comedy, and some fantastic friends to work with. Absolutely, it's so much fun. And these guys, they just kind of draw you in with their personalities and all the fun they get up to, so it's just, it's so much fun. And, and Kate, what's it like working with Cecily? Um, she's a bit, like, sweaty sometimes, yeah. but, you know, it's fine. I'm over it, it's yeah, fine. You have to put up with these things, but yeah. you're a professional. Oh, yeah, I've done this so many times, so I'm kind of used to it, so... Which is good. Okay, let's move on to uh, to Twitch out with Princeton. Princeton, who's who's, who's with you? Uh, This is Lawrence. That's so confusing. I'm Lawrence. (laughs) Hi, hi, hi. (laughs) And and, and have you morphed into Princeton yet, Lawrence? Uh, We're starting to dress similarly, which is (laughs) worrying. It's really starting to to worry me. I love love a good vest top. Yeah. Yeah. Not going as yellow as him, though, which is good. But uh, the hair, could that happen? The hair, I mean, it's a start of a long tour. It could happen. Let's, Let's find out. Okay, and uh, any personality traits that uh, are, are picked up that do you think have gone the other way? Is uh, or have you been kept in, in check? As I think he, he's he's looking after me. Yeah, mm. yeah, we're we're not doing too bad so far. We're making a good be pair, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Princeton, your favourite thing about Lawrence? No comment. Okay, nothing then. Well, it's just just the way it is. Yeah, we're still finding our rhythms together. Okay, well that that could have happened by the time you hit June at the ground. Sure, so it's quite cool. uncomfortable having him right now but <clears throat> we'll see how that works Thanks. out I mean the whole time you guys are working together on stage you've got the, the problem that the bad idea bears could turn up at any point oh. and uh, <laughs> so we, we've got Tom and Megan over here uh, working, working with the bears and uh, so uh, do we have a, a name for each of the bears or just it's only a collective isn't it well technically I'm a boy and I'm a girl, so boy bear, girl bear. Uh, but do you, do you not feel hard done to the fact the rest of the cast get nice names? And you, should we not go there? Because you will be setting bad ideas in motion again, won't you? What do you mean? Our names are lovely. Yeah. That, that's good. No, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's just bad idea bears. <laughs> that works for me. And uh, of course, uh, you're going to be causing mayhem, uh, but purely. Just a little. No, yeah. Nice <laughs> <laughs> and uh, favourite moments for you guys. Nikki goes homeless. We like that bit. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Tricky 
monster. He's yeah. Fun. Oh, no, so he, he's cool. And what's it like working with the the rest of the uh, the, the cast back there? Um, um, they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. We're obviously like the best, but the you know, best. that's the yeah. way it is these days. And, and Tom and Megan, has uh, any yeah, this mischief uh, moved into your worlds as well? No, not you, at all. You, you've been completely <laughs> nice to everyone in the cast because there's always somebody who causes trouble as part of any cast. It's not you two, is it? No, I think they're, be no. they're behind you, I think. Yeah, you think it's those two? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> okay, what, what happened to press night drinks then? Is nope. a, no, no, no. <laughs> that's staying on press uh, night back then, was it? <laughs> I didn't break any glasses at no, all. No. <laughs> no damage done, not that we're admitting to. So, um, how would you, I think I'm going to ask Princeton as, sure. uh, on this one. Uh, Princeton, how would you sell this show to people? I would say it is a musical comedy with puppets. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you like those type of shows when you're growing up, when you're a kid and they're teaching you lessons and stuff, it's like that, but for adults. And very, very adult uh, at yeah. times. I guess, I mean, Kate, you, you uh, know someone called Lucy, I think, mm. uh, as well, don't you? And, uh, I mean, the less said about her, the better. Yeah. But, yeah, she's someone else on the street. And there are some other characters as well that aren't here. So there's Trekkie Monster, who's a monster like me. <laughs> yeah. And there's Nikki as well. And Christmas Eve, Brian, Gary, everybody. They're so much fun. They yeah. are a fantastic gang. It is well worth getting yourself along to see. Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre, 01902 grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets that way but make sure you enjoy this June a fantastic show at the Grand and having seen the show already it's going to be absolutely fantastic make sure you get yourself along and take a look at that one time for some music from Binky now
That's Binky with Don't Let Go. An amazing song and an amazing person who joins me on the line there to tell me more about her career at the moment. Hello, Binky. Hello, Jason. Thank you so much. I'm glad you like the single. Absolutely amazing. And I've seen the video as well and some amazing photography too. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it comes together really well, actually. Um, we, we actually only filmed it um, at the beginning of this month. So it was a really quick turnaround and it was super, super cold. It was the day before we had all of the snow. So barefoot on a beach was really not the best idea. Yep. But we pulled it <laughs> off and it comes together really well. Yeah, you would not know. You would think you were somewhere rather tropical having uh, looked at the, uh, the the footage. And uh, oh, God. <laughs> a, a great video telling a tale that runs along with the story and just great imagery uh, to, to move with this uh, tender ballad. So um, how did Don't Let Go come about? Gosh, well, Don't Let Go was actually written around three years ago now. It was written before all of my previous singles that I've released. Mm -hmm. It was written in November, so it was like a late winter night, and it was actually a cancelled session that we were supposed to be doing with somebody else, and they cancelled right last minute. So myself and my producer just started to jam some stuff out, and um, Don't Let Go just fell together. It just... It was a real sort of like moment in my life. I, I was going through a few things in my personal life at the time. And do you know when just everything just come together and it was meant to be? And we didn't expect to write it and it just all come out. And I knew within the first hour that it was going to be one of my favourites and something special to me. Um, so I really wanted to release it for such a long time now. But I just didn't feel it was right to release before my other tracks because I didn't feel it was a statement enough. Mm -hmm. um, for what I wanted to do. A lot of people have said, you know, it's very different to my other singles. And, um, you know, why have I now decided to go down more of a ballad route where my other songs are pop? And I just wanted to show, you know, my diversity as an artist and that, you know, I do write a lot of meaningful songs. And a lot of traditional country is really sort of part of my roots as well as the new pop and, and, and upbeat vibe type of material. Obviously, it's a love song. Mm -hmm. um, everybody, I hope, can relate to it and understand it. Um, and that's really one of my biggest goals for music is also to write and produce music that other people can know, find emotion in and, and connect with it with their own personal situation at the time. So, you know, I hope people can do that and I hope they like it and they get where, where I'm coming from. <laughs> well, I, I suppose as well, I mean, to release it not as a first single, but to allow people to get to know you a bit through your music so they yes. get to experience all the different parts of the life that you're sharing with them. That's it. It's sort of like a little journey that I feel like I've been on now for the last year or so. You know, I've, I've, I've sort of like dipped my toe in the water and said, you know, this is who I am and this is my music and, you know, this is where I would love to go. But this is the new side of me that a lot of people haven't yet seen. There's the more, the sort of, I don't know, I'd say this is me expressing myself, whereas like, you know, my other songs are more my fun and and energetic songs. This is me saying, you know, I do have a lot of meaning behind what I do, and it does mean a lot to me. And I and I do express my personal problems within my music as well. With the music as well, you know, on top of all of the uh, the the effort and the the time and the emotion that goes into writing it, there's obviously the t talent and skills of both yourself and the others in the studio at the time. And who you're working with to to make all these sounds come to uh, our ears. Definitely. I mean, I have an incredible team around me. Um, a lot of my music is actually produced by a guy called Michael Stockwell. Um, he's a, a brilliant producer. He's based in London, um, was around the Shoreditch area. He's now re relocating his studio. Um, but you know, I've been working with Michael now probably around four years, um, and we've really crafted my sound within that time. You know, 
don't get me wrong, it's taken a lot of hard work and a lot of time to really master where we want to go with it. We've wrote hundreds and hundreds of songs, but, you know, only a very few stand out. And when you think about some of the the writers back in the day, I mean, even like an Elton John, and, you know, they used to write songs constantly that were just hit after hit. And it really, really sort of shows you, you know, how talented those guys were because to get a song that really sparkles and means so much, we, we've spent hours upon hours and, you know, those guys just pulled them out of a hat on, on, the daily, <laughs> on a daily basis, which is incredible, really, when I think about it. Um, but we've also got a really good team of, you know, artistic people. Um, my video guy is a gentleman called Halo Jones. He's very, very creative. He comes up with all of the visual and, um, you know, video content for all of my music. Um, and he's a really, really cool guy to be involved with. I've got the guys over at Sonnet that do my PR and they're really great. They're really behind me and pushing me where I need to be. Do you know, I, I feel like I've got a really good team sort of melding around me and I, I just hope that the future's just got a lot, lot more to bring. I think it uh, has got absolutely loads to bring. I mean, from the time you spent over, what, in Nashville doing uh, some of the prep for the early singles, the way you've recorded, the way you've worked, uh, I think it's going to be absolutely massive and continue to grow and grow. And uh, Does this mean we expect to see you out uh, on the road over the summer? You definitely will. I have actually applied to many, many festivals, um, some of which I can't let you know right now and some of which I'm also waiting to hear back from. And I really, really hope to get the opportunity. I mean, um, you would have. some of you may have seen me at our headline gig in November at the Buck and Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, that was over the um, Angel Works in Islington. That was such an incredible night. It was really something for me and my band to show you, you know, this is what we've got to offer as a live situation, not just what you hear on the radio. And it was such a fantastic night. And we was just so, so excited to see everybody there. And we just want to get out there now. We want to show everybody what we've got, enjoy it, get involved with the crowd and really just start to get to that next stage now. So showing what we've got to offer. Um, So I really, really hope that I get to meet loads and loads of people over this summer and perform at the festivals. Um, I will be doing a mini independent tour towards the end of the year. Um, We haven't released any location or dates yet, but you will be able to find all of that information on my social media or my website. Um, Yeah, so I think this year has got lots to offer, lots of new music coming out as well. Well, that's all more to look forward to. I mean, we've got several hundred thousand streams on Spotify, so we know we can find Binky on there. So what is all the rest (laughs) of the social stuff looking like? It's really, really growing. I mean, I'm finding that I'm I'm now interacting more with my fans. People now are understanding who I am. Because, I mean, that's a big process of really sort of being able to express who you are as an artist and people understanding what you're doing. Because, I mean, a lot of people have said, am I country? Am I pop? Because there's quite a, a difference in my music. They're not all very, very similar. A lot of people say, you know, we can't really, we don't know where to put you. Um, but I feel like over the last, especially six months, I've really sort of like found my place within the industry and people starting to understand who I am as an artist. And now I'm I'm sort of getting that interaction with the fans. They know what to expect. They they know what they want more of. And what I love more than anything, I love people letting me know what they like and what they don't, because then I can always make sure I'm releasing stuff that they want to hear, not what just means a lot to me. Because, I mean, 
every song, as I say, are very, very personal to me. But the difference is, is I want to express what my fans want as well. You know, it's really important for me to you to let me know what you want. <laughs> well, that, that's part of the interaction. It's part of the, 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 the magical world of music these days. And if we're going to put you in a box, it's definitely a box labelled Binky, I think, isn't it? There's nothing like it. Oh, let, let's hope so. That really means a lot to me. And I, I hope I'm portraying that anyway. <laughs> yeah. well, where can we find you online then? What are all the different web addresses? So everything is under the same brand. It's Binky Official. So you'll be able to find uh, my website, www.binkyofficial.com, um, Instagram, Binky underscore official. And then Facebook and Twitter is Binky Official again, but with no underscore. So everything will follow, uh, follow suit. If you type in Binky Official on Google, you'll be able to find Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, website, all on there as well. So you shouldn't have any problems. Um, if you have any problems, anyone can inbox me. If you can find any sort of, you can't find one, but you can find the other, contact me on whatever you can find and I'll point you in the right direction. So any binky link you can find will do it. Yes. <laughs> I think that's another thing we need to keep there as well. Binky, great speaking to you. Keep up the good work and we look forward to hearing loads more from you throughout 2019. Thank you so, so much, Jason. And I just wanted to say thank you again to every single person who has supported and downloaded all my music. It really means a lot. <laughs>
Lost Dog work in the world of dance and theatre and the Dance Exchange in Birmingham on the 14th of March. They have Juliet and Romeo. To find out more about what's going on, I'm joined now by Bren Duke. Hello. Hello. So tell us a, a bit about uh, the, the company to begin with. What do Lost Dog normally get up to? Lost Dog, we're, we're a dance theatre company. Um, we're normally creating work or touring work. We've been going for about 14 years now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the work's a, a kind of mixture of dance and theatre, often funny. Um, and uh, the last few pieces we've been working on have been looking at uh, well-known stories from English literature and, and reinterpreting them. Yeah, because this time round, Juliet and Romeo looks at what happened if Shakespeare's tragic teens had survived, they got married and had a child. This is a bit of a turnaround for things for them, isn't it? It's, it's a lot better than uh, Shakespeare wrote them. Yeah, it's a different it's a different ending. They, well, they, got, they got a pretty much the rough deal in, in his version, but it, 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 hope, does it work out a bit better for them this time round? Well... It's, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's basically looking, it's basically imagining that the timings were a bit different and that they they survived. And now now they're yeah, in middle age, as you say, they've got a child, and and life is 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 different. It's less um, less tragic, less tragic. <laughs> no, it's clever. It's funny. It's got dance. It's a two-hander. It's you know, it's a duet focusing in on on the details of their relationship and all of the other characters are, are, are talked about but don't don't appear on stage so how do you uh, explore their world then what what brings us into it uh, at what point do we enter the tale we meet them you know where they are now in their lives and they are by their own admission struggling a bit with their marriage and they are trying different kinds of therapeutic practices to try and help them through this this uh, marital difficulty and one of the things they're trying is this kind of performance where they are looking back at their lives and, and reliving memories and uh, talking a lot about the the kind of intense beginning to their relationship which uh, Shakespeare made famous. So you have written this and created this new scenario for them and, and that must have been quite exciting to, to, to come at something that is so well known yet put a completely different spin on it. It is, it is exciting, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a devised process, so we're basically making it up in the room as we go along. So it's not it's not a kind of sitting down and writing it. It's, it's um, you know, we went to the room with this idea of, okay, what if they survived? What would happen to them? And then we just played around with that and uh, brought in lots of different ideas to try and imagine what what their life would have, how their life would have would have turned out. But it it is fun to work with stories that are well known because. Of course, we we know that most of the audience will have some idea of the story that we are messing with. And the choreography behind it, I mean, how did you come to uh, approach that side of the story? It was always part of the process. So Selene Vinakta, who I worked with, is her background's in dance. My background was in theatre initially and then dance. So we, you know, we always wanted to use dance as part of the language. And it felt like we were looking for moments that, dance could kind of explore more interestingly than than words so, so there's certain bits of the story where you're like actually this bit is better told physically rather than um with with uh with text so it's almost like you're moving through the story and constantly on the lookout for the moments when when dance becomes uh, the right medium so a way of bringing to life uh, a story which is about characters we kind of know but not their circumstances we find themselves in and 
the development process behind this? I mean, was it a, a long process or was it something that sort of flowed quite quickly when she got underway, when she got to know them? It took quite a long time. I mean, as always with these things, as I suppose we started talking about it about a year before the actual premiere. Mm-hmm. And so there were various, uh, you know, chances to meet and rehearse. But then there's other projects that happen in between and all that kind of stuff. So we probably had about eight or nine weeks rehearsal before the premiere. But that was spread over quite a long period of time. But that, no, that is, that is good uh, rehearsal time. So uh, you're appearing down at the Dance Exchange. That uh, yeah. is on the 14th of March. So not too far away now. And uh, yeah, going out on tour with this, uh, yeah, you're uh, going to get, a, a, I actually think, a, a great reaction, a, a two-person piece and all of the uh, the mechanics of their, their lives. And it, it actually looks back... Uh, around all of their past as well. So you, you do explore things like their their love, their relationships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how they met and all of that stuff that, um, yeah, taken from, from Shakespeare's version of the story. So if you want to get your hands on tickets, danceexchange.org.uk, D-N-C-E-X-C-H-A-N-G-E.org.uk. You can get that information there. But where can we find out more about Lost Dog? Uh, there's a Lost Dog website, so it's Lost Dog Dance. Um, and uh, if you put that in, there's information there about the company and the other places we're going to on the tour. Sounds like it's uh, going to be worth checking it out and uh, getting to see what's gone on to get to this point and all the other work of Lost Dog through their work of dance, comedy and the drama that goes with it. For now, director and scriptwriter Ben Duke, thank you for joining us. Thank you.
21st Century Woman is a project which is going to be highlighting International Women's Day for 2019 this Friday. Joanna Forms of Strange joins me on the line now to tell me more about it. Hello. Hello. So, first of all, explain a bit about this project itself. Well, it's a song that I wrote, a kind of gospel-style pop song, feminist anthem, called 21st Century Woman, and um, I recorded it at Abbey Road Studios last November with an entire female group of singers, bands, sound engineers and production team and it turns out that's the first time that's ever happened at Abbey Road that was exciting Mm -hmm. and we're releasing it as a single charity single on Friday although you can pre-order it before then and kind of almost as exciting as the single itself I've made a music video I've managed to persuade (laughs) lots of very famous women to appear in it at the points where the lyrics list what they do in life so I mean I've been overwhelmed by that we've got Joanna Lumley, Prue Leaf Jenny Murray, the Bishop of London, I mean, you name it, they've, um, they're appearing. So that's been fantastic. So yeah, it's a, it's a single to download and it's a video to watch on YouTube. It's certainly a bit of a who's who and throughout the whole process, it's all women who are involved in this. And yes. the, the worrying part is that is unusual in itself, isn't it? That you very, you very often get all male projects, but here is something like this where it's all women in an industry where women you know, have, have, have fortunately uh, been considered equals in, in most cases, but still yes. haven't been given the right opportunities times yes that's it and it's through no one's fault really it's just a habit people have got into of thinking oh drummers are male producers are male women are quite good at singing and playing and and so it just so happens that you know we've got into a bit of a rut and I just thought I'm going to use this opportunity to highlight and showcase really all the amazing women working in the industry and just to remind people that they're there and actually one of the lovely upshots of this project already has been that Isabel Gracefield, fantastic woman who produced the whole single, she's now getting bits and bobs of work at Abbey Road Studios, which was something she always wanted to do and didn't really have a foothold and didn't know how to get started. And so because I hired the studio, I was allowed to have anybody I wanted. (laughs) She was there. And so that's been really brilliant because I do think, as I say, it's no one's fault in particular. It's literally that people don't really have, they haven't thought about it before. They haven't challenged it. And I hopefully now with this single, if we can get it as far and wide as we can, it'll just remind people that it isn't a male profession. It's it's male and female and everything else. And so, you know, that's been a really exciting element of the project. Yeah, certainly we want the best of the best, whether they're male or female working on any project. But certainly we need to make sure that it is an opportunity which is available. And, and what, what voices can we hear on this as well? So it's female voices in three-part harmony. We've got a couple of solos, um, one from um, amazing Melanie Marshall, fantastic. She opens the song with the lines that Oprah Winfrey spoke at her Golden Globe speech. So she said, a new day is on the horizon. And I thought, oh, I like that. So um, she inspired me to write the whole song, actually. And I thought, I'm going to use that as the first line, a new day is on the horizon. So Melanie Marshall sings that. And then it's three parts female harmony so I think there are about 15 singers in the end and then right at the end when I'm making the point that every girl should be able to grow up to be whoever she wants to be in life we've got the daughter of Louise Marshall who is um very regularly singing on the telly she sings for Jules Holland a lot um her daughter Alicia um made her recording debut with us Mm -hmm. age 11 as she was then singing the very last line um about girls should be able to grow up to be whoever they want to be and that was really the main message I wanted to get across with this song and that's why we're supporting Girls Education with the download.
Yeah, gender should never be a reason why somebody isn't doing something. And it is, you know, a, a great message that you've got coming across here. Such a fantastic list of names who are appearing in the video. And, of course, we've worked mm -hmm. on it vocally and behind the scenes as well. So this is all, as we say, available to buy as of the 8th of March. It is International Women's Day this Friday. Internationalwomensday.com is where you can find out more about the whole movement. However, you can get this via your website, can't we? You can, and if you go on iTunes, you can pre-order this track. It's 79p, I think, 79p, very well spent, because as I say, every penny from downloads is going to charity. Yep, so doing some good work with the, the proceeds as well. Joanna Forbes Lestrange com. 21st Century Woman is the uh, the title of the piece. Go out there, download it, and most importantly, get involved in supporting a brilliant team of all women who have put together this whole project, including all of the promotion as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jason. Joanna, lovely to speak to you. Good luck with this project, and we look forward to hearing the song. Thank you very much.
to mark International Women's Day, that is 21st Century Woman. Birmingham-based Full Fat TV have got a new show which is looking at skin conditions and curing them. To tell us more about what's going on with this new show, we've got now Peter Tweebill on the line. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. I trust to find you well. I'm very well, very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. good. So, across good. the nation, there are people who are suffering with various skin conditions, and this show is going to, to look at this, and in, in some ways, our fascination with the, the likes of the, the, some of the uh, videos we see online of people bursting pimples and abscesses and things like that. Yes, that's correct. So, as you know, there are lots of sort of videos like that, um, the sort of pimple-popping stories, uh, sister lipomas, all the squeezing, oozing and that sort of thing. Um, so we will be doing things like that on our programme, as well as things that are a bit more uh, complex, a bit rarer and sort of skin conditions that are debilitating, you know, and, and can really affect people's lives both physically and, and psychologically, I suppose. Because yeah, you're looking at the serious side of it and it, it is in some ways, I suppose, it is satisfying to know that something's been put right when you see these videos. And uh, I think we've all suffered from, you know, sometimes a, a minor spot, some discomfort, maybe a, a skin abscess, something like that. It is not unusual, but uh, as you're saying, it, it could be anything involved here from some of the strangest ingrowing hairs to uh, to some more serious conditions. That's correct. So I, I suppose if, if, if it's something that people would consider extreme, so it could be if it's a spot or a cyst that was, you know, if it could be something that's huge or it could be something that's really affecting people psychologically. You know, we're getting cases of people who, whose skin conditions can really just affect their day-to-day -day lives and obviously the, the effect it has on their sort of self-esteem and self-confidence can be, it can be horrible. And that's for all the different conditions we're getting, whether it is something like, you know, some eczema or something that's really rare, or even it's one of these lipomas or something that's squeezed. Universally, across all of them, the psychological effects can be um, can be horrible. With these conditions, because they are very, very rarely life-threatening, it isn't necessarily always top of the list when it comes to treatment within the NHS. That's correct. So what we're finding is a lot of people, because they're deemed cosmetic, so if you have... You know, if you have a big lipoma on your forehead, for example, it wouldn't be deemed cos it's deemed cosmetic, so it's not something that is um, life-threatening. But obviously, if you've got something like that, it, it is affecting your life, and it has a negative effect on your life. So, not everything will be covered by the NHS. Um, so we can help in that respect, and obviously, private care can be incredibly expensive. And you know, even with um, things that are covered on the NHS, you can be waiting for up to, there are parts of the country where you can be waiting up to 37 weeks before you get to see a dermatologist. So it's not something that is easily cured in this country, unfortunately. And what you're looking at here, obviously, yes, this is on TV, so it is a chance to, to tell your story and to explain the problems you've had behind the uh, the condition and really it with the the Harley Street specialist you've got that you're working alongside here who will be doing a lot of the the work on the the show this is yeah it's going to be a, hopefully a life-changing experience and, and an affirming experience in itself absolutely yes yeah. so we do hope to help people get better now not everything that we can will cover will be able to sort of cure there's not miracle cures out there for everything but uh, we are working with the best care in the UK possibly the world so even being able to manage things, but if it's things like lipomas and stuff like that, obviously we do help to be able to cure people. And you're right, it is about trying to help people 
get messages out there if it, if it is something that's really rare and if it's something that people you know if, if you're on the bus and people staring at you people if this program gives you that opportunity to sort of explain what the condition is so hopefully people will be more sympathetic in the future yeah hope certainly normalizing things and hopefully taking away and at least certainly explaining what can happen to somebody and the, the mental trauma that can be caused because somebody is staring and, and looking at you know it, it's just a, another part of anybody's life isn't it Absolutely, absolutely, and like I say, it, even the things that you know run of—I think would be called run of the mill, so a lipoma or a cyst, which we've all seen the pimple popping videos. We all sort of see those, but if that's somewhere where it's on your, you know, if it's on top, if it's on your back and you can cover it up, if it's not, if it's on your head or on your face, people will look and people will stare, and it can be absolutely horrible. And so, hopefully, we will be transforming people's lives. With, with just with that sort of thing really just being able to help remove that and so we do want to see that recovery as well so you're looking for people at the moment to get involved if they have a condition that they want to talk to you about it yeah hopefully they will have spoken to their gp in the first place and there will be some history there and it could just be they're on a waiting list but if there's something they're not certain about then this is again it's a another good way of getting in touch absolutely yeah so it could be any position really even if people ha are having care and they want a second opinion or um you know, they might be stuck on a waiting list or they might have been told that they need to get private care and that can be, if it's if it's certain conditions, it can be into thousands of pounds. So we can help all sorts of things, really. OK, so once this goes on air, it, it will actually be uh, seen, seen globally, but uh, in the UK, where will we be able to see this? Uh, so this will be going out on the Quest Red network so, and globally it will be part of the Discovery Channel. So, yeah, it, it's... And, and names that you can trust there as well. You know, this, this isn't some sort of, uh, you know, it's not, it's not like reality TV that's all glitz and glamour. This is, you know, proper concern no. stuff and, and really looking after those people who come to you. Absolutely. So, obviously, with all medical pro programmes we do, uh, we have to make sure that the care is the best and you would be getting the best care available in the UK. And you're right, it is for a network who, you know, Quest Red have done some amazing stuff and... This is a company, we've done a lot of these sort of programs before, so you do get the best care and um, like, like I should mention as well, getting people to and from Harley Street will be covered on the program and all the care during the actual program filming will be covered as well. So even if it's one of those treatments that could cost thousands of, on a private clinic, uh, will be covered during the program. And what's the time scale for all this happening? So we will start filming in the next few weeks, um, but we will be taking people for, for the foreseeable future, really. So it could be the next few months. Um, we'd like to hear from people as soon as possible because it is a medical program. There are sort of uh, hoops we have to go through. So the sooner people can apply, the sooner we can see if we can help them. And how do they get in touch with them? So they can get in touch with us via our email address, which is skin at fullfattv.co.uk, or they can give me a call on 0121. 272-5841. So that's skin at fullfasttv.co.uk or 0121 272-5841. Have a chat with the team. As you've already heard from Peter, they're really nice people. So yeah, you can do so in confidence. If you don't wish to go ahead after you've spoken, then that's fine. But at least yeah, maybe get in touch and find out more and see if this is right for you. Absolutely, yeah. We are a lovely team and there's no obligation. And I'm happy to talk to people about how the programme might be able to help them and answer any questions they might have. If, you, if you've got any concerns, pick up the phone, find out, and it could be a, a great way of, of literally turning your life around. 
Absolutely. We really hope to help people with this program. We think we will change a lot of lives. And um, we've already filmed a few people already, and the effects have been absolutely incredible. So we want to help more Pe people. Peter Twybelt from Full Fat TV, thank you for joining us. Thank you ever so much. We admit to being clueless over how to maintain our oral health with 40% of people not realising they need to prioritise whole mouth care. I'm joined now by the singing dentist, Dr Milad Shadru. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. How do we find you? Very well, thank you. Not, not too bad at all. Good stuff. Now, you've got uh, more than 15 years' experience as a dentist, probably many more decades singing uh, as well, uh, <laughs> having combined the two uh, to really get people's uh, interest in visiting the dentist in the right direction rather than trying to avoid going to see the dentist. 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of, I fell into it quite by accident. It was never meant to be a thing. I just sort of was was in work one day and I had a bit of time on my hands. The patient didn't show up for quite a long procedure, and I just started sort of rapping along to a song on the radio and filmed myself on my phone as you do. Sent it to a friend of mine, and he thought it was hilarious. And despite me telling him not to, he posted it online anyway. And um, it just started to get a lot of good feedback, and you know mums were saying that their children were now brushing to it or nervous patients saying oh you know if all dentists were like this I wouldn't be so nervous and I just thought that this could be quite a a cool fun way to give potentially quite serious oral health kind of messaging but in a way that people could kind of take it on and you know hopefully if it can just inspire one or two people to either see the dentist or remind them to clean their teeth a bit better it was a good thing so yeah that's kind of where it all started and you know, that, that work has kind of continued and that's what I'm kind of doing here today with Colgate and, you know, trying to get the messaging out there to people that the mouth is a really, really important part and we need to kind of start looking after it uh, and preventing the issues that can arise. Yeah, as you said, 40% of people don't think they need to prioritise whole mouth health. But yeah. it is vitally important, isn't it? Because it, it, cleaning your teeth is one thing, but actually getting rid of the bacteria which can cause problems from your whole mouth will actually limit the return to your teeth. Absolutely right. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, you know, we were always talking about cleaning our teeth. And of course, that's still very important. But the teeth only make up about 20% of our mouth. So the rest of it is the soft tissue. So the remaining 80% is your tongue, your cheeks and your gum. And the bacteria still live on all of those soft tissues. And, you know, you can clean the teeth really, really well, but they'll just recolonize the teeth from the soft tissues. So that's where this new formula in Colgate Total is really good because it fights the bacteria in all the different mouth zones. So it helps to reduce that. And what we know with bacteria in the mouth, and this is why I'm saying it's so important for the general health, there's been lots of links with oral bacteria and systemic diseases like heart disease, uh, respiratory disease, uh, diabetes, and even Alzheimer's now, even dementia. So, you know, keeping the mouth healthy, putting the mouth back in the body is such an important process because it just almost feels like it's been detached for so long. You know, we're so concerned about healthy eating and working out and, you know, gym regimes and all this stuff, but we don't necessarily think of our mouth. And it's such an important part of the body. All the food goes through it, our liquids go through it, we're talking, we're communicating, we're smiling. You know, the mouth is so important and we have to kind of look after it, the same as we look after everything else. And when it comes down to, you know, a healthy diet, reducing the sugar is obviously going to help with mouth care as well. Absolutely right. So to get tooth decay, you need four things. You need teeth, you need time, you need bacteria, and you need sugar. So teeth and time, you don't want to do anything about those. Bacteria, you want to reduce them by mechanically effectively removing it. So that's all the stuff we've been talking about. So effective brushing, cleaning in between the teeth, either with floss if you've got tight gaps between the teeth, or incidental brushes if the spacing is a bit larger. Um, even tongue scraping is a good kind of exercise. You know, not a lot of people do it, but there are tongue scrapers out there. I recommend mechanically removing that film. So those are the things that can reduce bacteria. And of course, using a paste like Colgate Total will do that as well with the new formula. So that is how you keep the bacteria down. But sugar, of course, you need to keep the, bac- uh, the sugar intake down because the bacteria in the mouth, they eat that sugar. And the byproduct is acid. And it's that acid that damages the teeth and causes cavities. So yes, reducing the frequency of the sugar intake is very, very important also. Yeah, and brushing technique is important as well. I mean, we must make sure that we do it effectively. Using an electric toothbrush is always a help. I know Colgate have got a range of those. But also, yep. it's, it's a thing like rinsing afterwards. I've been told by my dentist, you spit, but you don't rinse because that takes away the good fluoride, which is in something Absolutely. like Colgate Total. Yeah, absolutely right. Spit, don't rinse is the advice. So, and your dentist is right. So, 
after you brush with it, spit out all the excess, and then you just leave the kind of you know toothpaste on the teeth, the residue to continue to protect it. And it's that fluoride that will continue to protect for about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So definitely good practice to not rinse out after. And that's another thing with mouthwash. You know, a lot of patients will buy mouthwash, brush their teeth, and then immediately swish with the mouthwash, which just kind of washes all the toothpaste away. And I'm, I don't recommend mouthwash routinely to everybody. I recommend it for certain patients that have certain requirements. So, for example, if someone needs a bit more cavity protection or prevention, there's some for that. If they have a gum issue, there's some for that or sensitivity, for example. Mm-hmm. But really, there isn't a replacement for effective mechanical removal of the plaque and using a good toothpaste that has the right formula that can help reduce that bacteria. Yeah, just swilling some alcohol around your mouth isn't necessarily going to get rid no. of the, the core of those clumps which might be between the teeth, is it? No, and, and I kind of liken it to like wax on your car, right? If you've got a really dirty car and you just pour some wax all over it, it's not going to do anything for the cleanliness of the car. If you clean the car and you've got a beautifully nice clean car and then you put some wax over the top, it'll add an extra layer of protection, for example, but it's never going to clean it in the first place. How do you think the singing has helped as well? Does that reduce bacteria? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> That's God, I, I, I think the singing might um, increase pain in people's ears. <laughs> but um, <laughs> It's a good reminder to make sure you clean your teeth properly, though. Yes. You know what? If you don't clean your teeth, I'm just going to keep singing at you. Okay. So, you know, use that as a deterrent. Uh, and uh, your your favourite dental-related song just at the moment, because I've been looking through your YouTube channel, there is plenty to choose from on there. Oh, there are, yes. I, ha- I have enough for a whole Christmas album, I feel. Um, <laughs> I think my favourite one, I've got two. Obviously, the Ed Sheeran one is very, very, very close to me, and that, that did so well and you know, got a lot of traction out there. And I actually met Ed Sheeran as well off the back of it, and he'd heard it and liked it, and I met him backstage at one of his shows. That was awesome. But I think for wordplay, um, my return of the plaque is, <laughs> is very good i mean it just lends itself so well to a parody so yes th- th- those two are probably the standout ones for me okay so aside of the singing where can we go to find out more about making sure our dental health and the whole mouth health is good yep so if you go to colgate.co.uk that has all the information about the new colgate total toothpaste and also just a bit more information about whole mouth health and then Yes, if you'd like to find out more about me, then just put sort of Singing Dentist into any of your search engines. And I'm pretty much on all social media platforms, Facebook, Insta, YouTube. I'm, I'm kind of there. Everywhere. Do, do, do me eyebrow things. Yes, I'm there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're out there on the internet the same way as plaque and bacteria in your mouth at the moment. We want to keep you on the internet and get rid of the plaque. That's the way to do it. I love it? that. That is, you see, you are a professional. We, we, we do try. Uh, Dr. Manosharu, <laughs> thank you for joining us and uh, have a, a great time. And can you just sort of sing us out with a bit of Return of the Plaque, please? Return of the Plaque, there it is, Return of the Plaque. Oh no, Return of the Plaque, that's white stuff. I knew that it'd be back. There we go. That smashing, thank you, mate. <laughs> Thanks. Bye now. Bye. So, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Back with episode 507 next week. I'll see you then. Good afternoon. Goodbye from the mill bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the mill bar. Yeah.